Hey everyone, welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I hope by now you've subscribed to this podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about creating the future of servant leadership and help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have another amazing, unbelievable guest with me. Her name is Lubna and she's an avid reader, a writer and a busy human being with a passion for all things creative. Before stepping into the medical communications world, she was a reporter for a pharmaceutical news magazine and before that she graduated in human biology and journalism. When she's not dabbling in biology, you can usually find her attempting to write a novel, managing the lovely Unread Magazine Network, or eating donuts. In addition to her hoarding more notepad than her normal human needs, she loves social media and taking photographs of beautiful spots in London. In this episode, Lubna shares so much wisdom on the topic of creativity and how you can tap into your conscious creative self. I also caught her off guard with some of the final four questions towards the end, so stay tuned until then, and without further ado, let's get straight into it. Hey Lubna, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. I'm super grateful that you're on here, and I can't wait to just have this conversation with you and just listen to all the wisdom that you're going to share with everyone listening. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to getting right into this. You're welcome, you're welcome. I mean, I, I remember when I first invited you to come on and you were like super excited. So, um, <laughs> so I just really like, because I know there's a lot of things that, you know, in the last couple of months that we've been kind of bouncing off on and all the ideas mm-hmm. that we've had. So I just wanted to share, um, like I, I just wanted you to basically share a little bit about um, like what are you currently working on at the moment before you actually go on to like how did like Unread Magazine start and how did you start getting into everything? But I just wanted yeah, to share sure. like how did you, like, where did this all start basically? Okay, so when did it all start? Wow, good question. So a um, couple of years ago, I was working as a editorial assistant in a pharmaceutical news magazine. And although it was pretty cool, I got the insight to like, you know, how a magazine actually works, a publishing house. Um, it was lacking creativity for me. Like I wanted something that was a bit more creative and a bit more dynamic. So whilst I was in that job, I thought, hey, why don't I just start my own magazine? So I wanted to make Unread, which, you know, formed. I wanted to make Unread something that was all about creativity, inspiring people to do what they enjoy and basically looking after themselves and their mental well-being. So that's how Unread came about. It was out of, you could say, people say out of frustration. It was more out of, you know what? I want to create a sort of platform that brings people together because there's some people out there who are doing some really, really awesome things. So I want there to be a platform that really celebrates that, shows other people's talents off and um, is available for anyone and everyone to view and read. So yeah, that's where Unread sort of came from, you could say. Wow, oh, that's cool. And so, how, okay, so this, this is something that I still haven't actually asked you, but where did the name Unread, like how did you come up with the name Unread Mag? Oh my God, so... It took me ages to come up with this. I literally sat there for like a week. I thought, okay, I'm I know like, not even on Like, honestly, I just didn't know what to, what, like, what to call this magazine because when I first started this, it was kind of like, I know I want it to be creative. I know I want it to be diverse. I know I want it to be a free platform. And I know I want it to be unique in the sense that it has loads of different writers, loads of different people being interviewed and a diverse set of creative content. So it was really difficult to come up with a name. But as I started gathering volunteers um, over the few weeks that, you know, from conception of the idea, I kind of thought, okay, look at these great talented writers who are going to be part of Unread. And a lot of them, they're really looking for a platform to kind of talk, voice their opinions, but also voice and take, you know, make their creative side come out even more and um, do what they enjoy in the form of writing and share that with other people, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, these people haven't, had the chance to communicate their voice before or their interest or their passion. So the idea of, okay, they're selling that when, I'm so sorry, but did that disturb you? It's fine. Don't worry. Carry on. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. So, so sorry about that. Um, So yeah, where was I? So the idea was that, okay, these people, they haven't been able to voice their passion before. They haven't been able to voice their um, creativity before. So that unread are going to be read. So, they're the people I've not been read before. 
right? They haven't voiced their passion before. Um, they haven't been seen before. A lot of them, yeah, you know what? They've got their blogs, etc. But they're unread. These sort of creative issues, sometimes they're not voiced as much. Yeah. And that was the whole idea. That um, is so cool. The fact that you basically... You're taking the people that are not in the glitz and glamour and you're just, you're bringing them out so the normal people like us can actually see the creative side of how someone's actually starting their journey in their creative um, kind of mindset. Yeah, exactly. So you're basically taking the unread to be read. And it's not that those individuals don't have their blogs. They have some awesome blogs, but it's just that it's bringing them together in one platform. And we're kind of linking creativity and mental well-being together. Mm. And it's just all sort of like, you know, ideas that haven't been given sort of a lot of attention. We want to give it attention. We want to get these people who are so inspiring, who are doing awesome stuff. We want to bring them to the forefront and show off exactly what they're doing. Um, yeah, so that was the idea. They are the unread, you know. They are the people who haven't had the light shone upon before. It's that sort of thing. That's super cool. I love that. That's the the fact that you even thought about, you know what, like because you know how most people are, right? They always go to, they always want to go to the top, right? They want to get the like. Imagine you started the magazine and you just wanted to publish all the the best people that are doing the the greatest mm-hmm. things in life right now, or the next Elon Musk and the next Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. But the fact that you just went the opposite direction and used your own creativity to just yeah. go to the people like normal people like us and just be like, hey, you know what? You're actually super creative. Like, can I actually publish your work and just show people that there are people that are still creative, like they're just starting in their journey and you yeah. just don't know where they're going to go? Exactly. And that's exactly what we do. When we're looking for individuals to interview, we don't look at, okay, do they have 100K followers? Do they have this? We look at, okay, what's their work like? You know, is it genuine work? And does it inspire us? And do they have something that they could share with our community, you know? So that's what we look at before we look at, okay, what's their reach? What's this? What's that? Because it's true. Like you said, there's so many people out there that are getting a lot of coverage. And because, yeah, they're talented. But then there's also other people who are doing awesome work and they're insanely talented but it's the instagram algorithm does that means that they don't get that much showcasing or you know other people don't see them so unread is a platform to gather these people together whether they're a writer and they do beautiful writing or whether they're an artist and they've got a gorgeous like painting or something or they're really really great at what they do we want to showcase that we want to put that painting in our magazine we want to put that piece of writing in our magazine and inspire other people that hey look this is person x here and they started from here and you know what they're just like you so that's the whole point of unread we want to inspire people by pitching these other inspiring people to them as well mm. i love that because it just it just shows how authentic that you are running the magazine how how real it is because it's not it's like i said it's just not all about the the famous people and the people that are making it happen it's, it's literally just the normal people that that want to go out there they they, they want to share their creativity but i guess they're a bit kind of shy or they don't know where to start and they don't have that guidance the fact that you yeah. guys have this platform and then people can actually reach out to you through your through your new website which by the way looks amazing awesome. <laughs> so the fact that people can just reach out to your platform and be like hey you know what like i have this piece or i want to share something out there mm-hmm. in, in, into the world you know how can how can you guys help me and i think that's where your team like you and your team just work so amazing together to to put out so much that brings me up to the next question actually that I wanted to ask you like how do you actually like how do you find so much content like how do you put together so much or even find these individuals that are creative you know what there's like so much out there like when you think about Instagram has so many users doing so like like mind-blowing things you know and Uh, what we basically do is we actually look through Instagram, we might look through Twitter, and we just basically search for creatives and genuine creatives who are creating some awesome stuff. Mm. And um, yeah, we literally just sift through it. We'll contact them directly and we're genuine, you know. We really like what you're doing and we want to showcase it to our community. We want to inspire other people. So we kind of like carry on reaching out to whoever we like. You know, even if we don't have an upcoming magazine in the next two weeks, we will contact that person and we'll say, hey, like we love what you're doing and Mm. it's just awesome. We want to share your wisdom. We want to share your work with our community. Are you interested? And Um, it's a benefit for us because we get to showcase awesome people and Mm. it's also a benefit for them because they get to showcase their talented and amazing work so that way yeah it's just a matter of I believe that when it comes to this sort of stuff when it comes to trying to connect with people you just need to go out there and do it like what's the worst they're gonna say sorry I don't want to 
which is fine if they don't want to. But I like I like to just take the jump. I like to just DM them. You know, if they yeah. see it, they see if they don't, they don't. It's just a matter of trying. Um, yeah, worth trying. And there's times where there might be someone who has like a lot of followers, you know, and I think, oh, they probably won't see my DM, but I love their work. But, you know, you never know. Let me try. But they've actually gone out their way to reply. They, you know, they share what they feel about the magazine and they're interested in being part or being in an issue. So that for us is like the best feeling ever. We're like, oh my God, someone will want to be part of our magazine, you know? Yeah. And I think that actually, that actually um, reminds me of something. I think a lot of people that are listening right now, they actually scared to DM even the, you know, the, the bigger people that have bigger accounts on, on Instagram or, yeah. or whichever platform they use. A lot of people are actually scared to just take that leap, really. Like I've, I've actually spoken to people that find it a bit kind of intimidating or scared. They're just scared or they're shy probably, or they just have this fear within that they don't even want to DM this person with a lot of followers because they think, oh, they're never going to get back to me. Like, yeah, yeah you wish. So what, what, yeah, yeah. what do you say to those people that don't actually take that leap by just asking the question? Yeah, I would say just do it. Honestly, just do it. If you want to like, if you want to get far in your, in whatever it is you're doing. So just say if, you know, you've got amazing writing and you want to share it on a big writing Instagram account, right? And you want them to feature your work. Just go ahead and ask them, you know, it's your work. And if you're passionate about it, it is worth a try. So that's my advice. It's always worth a try. Don't let, oh, am I good enough? Hold you back because you are good enough. And if you believe in yourself, you are good enough. It's just a matter of taking that step and making it happen. And if they say no, hey ho, it's fine. There's going to be another account. There's going to be another company that's going to be interested in your work, interested in you. So it's just about you being genuine, you knowing your worth, and you being passionate about what you're doing. And that's what makes it work. Yeah, I definitely 100% agree with that. It's just literally believing in yourself and having the passion. And I guess not not caring about the rejection. I know this rejection is another topic that really stops people because they just they're already in their mind they're rejected from even yeah. going forward or asking. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, how, so, okay. Um, I have an inter- another interesting thing that I thought I'll ask you while we're here yeah. speaking right now, which yeah. is, do you know when you, do you know when you come, when you're looking for these people, right? And you're, you're, you know, you're going to bring people on the magazine. What are some of the like key components or characteristics that you see on an account, for example, or like, like how do you actually find out if, if this person is the right fit for, for you to share on your platform? So, um, as I mentioned, Unread is all about sharing creatives, inspiring people. So someone who's really passionate about what they're doing, they're genuinely, you know, they're genuinely working hard to showcase their work. They're genuinely working hard to put their creative work together. So as I mentioned, whether it's a writer, whether it's an artist, a bullet journalist, or whether it's someone who likes knitting, um, you can t- tell like their passion through the Instagram with the sort of posts they create, you know, the captions that sometimes, even if it's not as aesthetic, you know, it doesn't have to be an aesthetic feed, but the fact that you've got like loads of posts of all your different work on there and your captions, and you can kind of just get a feeling that this person is actually passionate about what they're doing. You know, they're, they're showcasing their work. They've got this caption about their experience, their genuine experience. And I think that's what attracts us is when we go on an account and we see like these really cool posts or, you know, um, a pic, like a really cool bullet journal spread and then at the bottom you've got a genuine person sharing you know this is how this is what I did with this spread and actually this is how what else I have been experiencing like it's a real person behind that creativity and that's what we like we want to get this really awesome work together and then we also want to get this really genuine person and we want to put that in our magazine and we want to show people that hey look this is a really talented person but this is also the raw and genuine experience Mm -hmm. so it's got you know it's got to be real like there have been occasions where we, um, some people have approached us and we might feel that they might not be 100% the right fit. We're always open to all sorts of stuff as long as a person is creative and as long as they're passionate about what they're doing and it's genuine, you know, that's yeah. what we want. We kind yeah, of that, that, that authenticity has to be there, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, okay, so what, what, so how, okay, so if I, if I moved away a little bit from the magazine now and mm. just kind of asked you, how did you, how did you actually become so creative? Because I know some of the stuff that you share is super cool. How did, where did that start? Like, how did you become such a creative person? Where did it come from? Um, I think, so when I, when I think creative, I think, okay, I'm a writer. So I think that's where, that, that's fundamentally what I am, which is also a creative, but I feel like I'm a creative dash, like slash writer. Okay, but take it back a little bit further now. How, yeah. how, did, how did you become a writer then? Where did so that how did I become a writer? 
Yeah. So I would say that literally happened when I was in year five. Wow. <laughs> I was in year five and yeah. I, uh, I think for an English lesson, we had to kind of make a story up. And yeah. I wrote about a girl who, you know, the typical what you would write at age of nine or 10 that she finds yeah. out, oh my God, she's the daughter of a rich person. And oh my God, she's going <laughs> to move like this big mansion, like how all these pretty clothes. Yeah, it was like a fairy tale. But I actually <laughs> wrote that and put that together. And I, I realized how much I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed the feeling of putting a character together, making whatever I possibly wanted to happen in this story. So from then on, it was literally, that was a turning point for me where I would have a notebook all the time and I'd always be writing. And I also love reading as well. So I think that contributed to it a lot. I liked reading and I liked to kind yeah. of make my own yeah. stuff. So yeah, I feel, you know, a writer is a creative. So that's where my creative journey, I would say, began. I was in year 10 and I wanted to write about cute stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool because I think on the last episode with Aisha, she shared something very similar where she loved reading as well. Yeah. Um, and she, and she's, uh, she loved writing um, and that's where her creativity also started from when she read Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, she loves Love Harry that. Potter so much just because it just broadened and opened up her mind so much and yeah. made her think about things that, the human being as 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 human beings we don't really think about mm. we don't have that creative sense mm. um but that's what she was she was sharing actually on the last episode so it's it's really interesting to kind of um compare both of you in in terms yeah. of the fact that some if for those who are listening who are creative the reason why I asked you to go a bit more further than when you just said you're a writer is because I wanted people to listen to how does someone actually find their creativity and for you, yeah. it was through writing and it was through yeah. imagination of yeah. you being in that, in that zone and that character and you like, you know, writing about cute things. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> cute things, yes. You know what it is? I also found that when I was working in central London, I saw so many people who were constantly like stressed out and frustrated. And a lot of them, they wouldn't get the opportunity to kind of like discover a hobby or do something that they enjoy so as you know Unread is all about inspiring other people to do what they enjoy or find a hobby and the reason why that part of the magazine was is a really important part is because I would witness that I would see people working a nine-to-five job and going home and feeling like you know what have I accomplished what why have I got something else I want to do and I would literally hear them I'd ask them why don't you do like why don't you do the right if you want to do it or why don't you try out a guitar if you want to do it the fact is that they just don't have the drive to do it or they feel like they can't and sometimes when they talk to other people doing something they feel inspired they genuinely feel like mm. oh if you can do it then maybe I can do it yeah so yeah. that's why I feel like um it is important that whether you're a writer whether you're a artist or whether you are you know are an aspiring musician give yourself a chance because something will always lead to something else you know yeah, definitely. So, do you know for the person listening right now, how it just just say okay? So, most people that are listening to this most likely are working right now in a job, like you mm-hmm. said, and they probably go home every day and they're probably thinking like, "This is it? Is you know, is this is this my life? Just work, go home, and watch television or watch Netflix." Um, yeah. For that person that's listening, how can they find a passion or a purpose or 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 something creative that they can start alongside their job? Yep. So I would say, think about what you enjoyed as a child, you know, think about what, like, when you think back, what did you enjoy as a child? Was it, did you like going about for a kickabout? Did you enjoy, um, did you enjoy putting plasticine together? Did you enjoy painting? Did you enjoy drawing? Like, what is it that you enjoyed? You know, what do you remember when you think of a memory that I actually like doing that and book yourself a class to do that? You know, look on, there's loads and loads of websites. I think there's Meetup. Uh, which is an app, which has loads and loads of different um, workshops and classes for people in loads of different types of um, areas, okay? Whether it's writing, whether it's walking, whether it's photography, they have loads of meetups for those people. So remind yourself of what it is that you liked once upon a time. And even if you think, oh, I won't like it anymore. If you're trying to look for a hobby, if you're trying to look for a way out, or a way out, you know, for a way out from reality for a little while, it might be a good idea to try out a workshop or try out a little class in that specific thing. So if you liked, you know, painting, how about just go to an artist's little workshop or something and see how you find it, you know? You might meet people there who have other hobbies that might inspire you. So I would say, you know, that's you going home, watching Netflix and just after work is not your life. There's so much more to life. And I would start with thinking about what do I like and 
looking out for opportunities that will allow you to even experiment a little bit more or discover further what it is you really, really enjoy. I love that. I love that. And the reason why I resonate with that as well is actually, that's how I actually started. Like, that's how everything started for me too. When I actually went out and I went to an event in London and I saw like, you know, I was, I was sitting in a, you know, crowd of people of like probably around two to 300 people. Um, And I just saw people like me, you know, when you just see another (laughs) person like you and you're just thinking, damn, like, you know, these people are all just like me. They're here for a reason. They're listening to the same guy on the stage. And like, and it's just, I think the belief and the confidence comes, like you said earlier, when you connect and you see, um, you you basically surround yourself with people that are doing something that you want to do or in a similar boat to you. Yeah. That's where the confidence comes from, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why networking is so awesome. And it's like a definitely a must-do thing. You kind of meet so many different people. And even if they are in a completely different sector to your completely different industry, there will be something about them that might inspire you or it might lead to one thought that leads to another that ultimately brings you to somewhere or a destination that you're like, hey, you know what? I really enjoy this. I like this. Mm. You know? So that's why yeah. um, previously, last year, we had our Unread uh, event, our first ever one, Pockets of Inspiration. And, that's when uh, I came to you. That's when I first met you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Woo. And uh, the whole point of that was literally, this is not just for writers. This is not just for guitarists. This is not just for painters. This is for everyone. You know, anyone who's got a hobby, anyone who's passionate about something, yes, creatives. But if there's someone who's thinking, I really need a creative passion, come, like, you know, come along. And what I found from that was a massive, massive, massive variety of people came from yeah. different backgrounds, different walks of life. And what I loved was that these people genuinely enjoyed talking to other people in other parts of the creative industry or other parts of world altogether, you know? So that's what, um, that's what I kind of like, that's what I see. And that's what I think should happen, that everyone from different walks of life should get together and should have the opportunity to get together to inspire each other. And um, yeah, that's what I believe. No, and, and by the way, I loved it. Like, cause, cause this is how it worked, right? So obviously we both had a mutual friend. We knew, we knew Imran, right? Which was like on yeah. episode two or three, I think. Um, yeah. So obviously we're all, we're all super close right now. Um, yeah. It was since that event when we, obviously we became much more closer and start working together on a few things. But yeah. you know, um, like what I found was I loved how you did your event. Just like you said, the fact that you, it was so open-minded to just be like, no, this is not just for writers and people that paint. This is for everyone that's creative, no matter what that creative aspect of their life is. This is, yes. this event is for everyone. And I still remember when I came to the event in January. Was it January, right? I think it was December. late December. December. Yeah, I think it was December. Yeah. Beginning of yeah. December, actually. Yeah, myself. actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was beginning of December. Um, and I remember coming yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously meeting you there. But then, you know... After a couple of hours when, you know, the guests start coming and, and I was looking around and thinking, man, there's so many different types of people. <laughs> and to be honest, like I never had yeah. any expectation of how this event's going to be because I've never been yeah. to a creative type of event. Right? So I was thinking, am I really going to the right type of event? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This might be something different, right? But I went there super open-minded and I just was like, wow, like everything was so nicely laid out, balloons everywhere, you know, so creative, <laughs> food, you know, everything was just so nice. And the best thing that I loved the most was the community feeling where everyone yeah. was talking, networking, and it felt like everyone was just brothers and sisters, you know, just, just yeah. each other sharing their journeys, sharing their work. And, and that's was, what the energy was great. Yeah, thank you. That's exactly what we wanted because that's what Unread is about. You know, we're not just about one type of person, one type of creative. We're about everyone and we're about every type of creative and every type of individual who's passionate about something, you know. So that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to bring them together. And thankfully, that event was a brilliant success. And, you know, we met so many new individuals from that. And we're hoping to organize more in the future, fingers crossed. But, you know, thank you. (laughs) I can't wait for the future events. It's going to be cool. But, um, But also... For those people that are listening as well, uh, why why is it, do you think that people should go to events? Because this is something that's really close to my heart. Like events are something I keep on banging on about constantly to people. Wherever they live in the world, most of the time in the cities around the world, there's always events happening. Why do yeah. you think people should go to events? So personally, I'd love to attend more events as well. Mm. Um, and which is what, one of my resolutions because there's so many cool things out there, which I believe, yes, they give you so much value. 
you meet loads of different people. And like I said, when you meet these people, they will inspire you in one way or another. And it's just networking, right? Networking is a, like, I think it's one of the most important things in life. Mm-hmm. Speaking to people, speaking to other humans from different walks of life and learning from them. So I think, yes, if you ever see an event and you've got time, honestly go to it and like like Sadiq you did you know you came you came to our event you had no idea what it would be you just thought hey I'll come along and at the end of it you know you I'm hoping you gained some sort of value right so 100%. that's that's yes yeah, so I guess that's the thing you you will definitely meet people and it will definitely in one way or another hopefully benefit you and even if it doesn't it's fine I'm sure there will be one thing one positive thing that you could take away from that event okay so what about the people that are not confident and they're quite shy like how I used to be what about them so what what about them going to events and how if they they go to an event how do they network because they're a bit shy they don't know how to start a conversation so I guess it would be you know which I get that you know sometimes it can be daunting going to an event and thinking oh my god there's so many people here like what do I do maybe what I did because when I first went to my first event networking event I was like that too my one was actually for work as well it was through work and it was at a conference and I thought oh my god I have no idea who these people are like who do I speak to but it's always what it's just taking that first step you know it's taking that first step to talk to that one person and once you get over that fear it just all of a sudden you kind of feel relaxed and think okay look I spoke to one person because then once you get into conversation with one friendly looking person the third person will come along and be like oh hey can I join you guys and then at the end of it you'll have five people and you'll all of a sudden feel so comfortable talking to these strangers you know so it's just the idea of you know it is nerve-wracking but once you once you take that first step at your first networking event and speak to that one person you're, you're going to be, you know, you, after that, you'll be a pro at approaching people and be like, hi, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Bob. How you doing? <laughs> yes. It's, you're absolutely spot on. Like that's what happens when you go to events, you're speaking to the one person and you'd suddenly like a swarm of other people exactly. come to that conversation and they start, Hey, Hey, I'm, I'm John. I'm, I'm Bob. And you start talking. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Which is always the best kind, you know, that's what networking yeah. is, is meeting different people. And it's it just, it, I just find that when it, when you have networking events, the people that are there, want to network so you're not going to have someone there who's there to just stand there in the corner people who have come who've taken their time out to come to an event they're there to meet people they're there to learn something they're there to network so don't ever feel like oh is it weird that I'm going up to this person because it's not that person's there for a reason they're there to get some value they're there to learn something and you going up to speak to them you might get some sort of value for them and they will definitely learn something from you Definitely, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think that's the intention someone should go to an event with is the fact that yes. they want to get value, they want to grow because end of the day, like, you know, we always talk about personal development. This whole podcast is about personal development and mindset. Yeah. So the fact that somebody is going to an event or they're networking or like you said, through social media, they can also network and meet like-minded people. Um, mm-hmm. how, how would you say, how would you kind of say to someone listening, um, like, what's the reason why they should go to the event in the first place? Is it just because they need to make new contacts for their business or for their, um, for, to get a new job? Or is it just because they want to network with people? Or is, do you think like they need to go there because they also want to grow their own mindset? Um, I think it's like everything put together. It could be all of those reasons. It could be one of those reasons. It could be because one, you want to network, you want to meet new people. Two, you want to be inspired, you know, whether it's through the people or whether it's through the event itself. Or three, if it's a very specific event, say you're interested in, um, I don't know, photography, and this is a specific event about how to up your photography skills, right? So you want to go there, you want to learn something, and you want to gain value. So I would say that be open and kind of like search, maybe if you're not sure about in the first place where to go to or what sort of event to go to, I would go with, okay, so what are you interested in right now? And search for those sort of events and head over there and see what happens, you know? you will One, you'll be going to somewhere where you're interested in, a topic of choice. And then after that, the networking comes itself and the inspiration comes itself. So I would say, yeah, um, it's all of those reasons. But if it's just one of those reasons, that's fine too, because networking comes with any event. Yeah, definitely. So guys, get yourself to events because that's that, literally that's where we can me and me and Lubna can tell you all the things that um that, that's happened to us and experience that we've been through but you need to go create your own experience just just make yourself take action go to an yeah. event somewhere go to a networking meeting go to whatever it could be a park like people do meetings in the park and stuff like yeah. barbecues and parties and stuff like just go somewhere where there's other people 
so you can just network and talk to others and and be more human rather than just being on social media 24/7 right <laughs> definitely i agree <laughs> like some people think we are <laughs> You know, because I shared the other day, like I'm the guy that everybody actually was at the recent event I spoke. I shared with some some of the people that were like, "Oh, how do you put out so much content? How do you put out so much videos?" I'm like, you know what? Like I'm the guy that everyone sees as the social media guy in in the, mm-hmm. the people that I know right now because I constantly put out all the content and stuff, and I do it yeah. all alone, right? But so loads of people were asking me like, "How do you put out so much?" So I just said, "Look, I'm the guy that you guys you guys know as a social media guy that puts out lots of content but did you know that when I wake up in the morning for the first 2 to 3 hours I'm not even on my phone wow I don't even look at my notification in the phone they really? on my phone I switch my alarm off because my alarm is my phone as well actually which is not yeah, good yeah. but it's cool um as I see the notifications when I wake up I literally switch off the alarm I see all these notifications and I just swipe and get rid of them all I don't even want to look at them and I look at my oh. phone when I'm on the DLR um going to work on on my way on the train I see. Oh, so, so for me, because the morning, I think, is the most important time. It's the time yeah. when you need to, like, you get to reflect. You get to just zone out. You know, um, think about what I do anyway. Is, is start off my day with gratitude. So I just think to yes. myself, what am I grateful for today? And just yeah. list like, four, five, six things that come to my mind, just mm. for being alive and just for having what I have. And people in the world are suffering. You know. Yeah. No, that's um, really interesting. And how do you feel like that's benefited you? The, the way that's benefited me is just my energy, right? Because yeah. So number one, I already have like a lot of natural energy, right? So I'm already like quite an excited person all the, always. I really am like a happy, um, grateful type of person. But yeah. the, the reason why the gratitude thing in the morning has grounded me so much is because it just makes me, it just reminds me every single morning. Like mm-hmm. I have lots of things, whether I forget and I, I, sometimes I don't have no money and I'm just like, or whether I forget, like, you know, I don't have the money this month or I've run out of money or I don't want to go into my savings. Mm. Whatever it is, I just realized that, you know, even whatever situation I'm in right now, I still have clothes, you know, I still have my shoes. I still have trainers. I still have work clothes. I still have things that I, that other people in the world don't have. And it's just like the smallest things I get to the extreme by looking at the most smallest things I have that yeah. other people in the world don't have, like water. Yeah, which is a big thing too. Which is a massive thing, but guess what? Most people take even water for granted. It's true. It's very true. Um, so, and yeah, like I, just, I, I think everyone should just start their day off like yeah. that. Mentally, it really benefits you as well. And it makes you feel good and happy yeah. to just think about these little things. So I definitely agree. That's a very great tip to give. Definitely. And that's how we should start our morning, in a happy, positive state, right? You can't be starting off in a negative state. Or worst thing to do is read the newspaper or go and look at the news. Yeah, nowadays it's a bit difficult, isn't it? When you wake up in the morning and then the first thing you've got is a notification from Sky News telling you about something negative. You're like, no, swipe away. Delete Sky News. (laughs) Delete it. (laughs) Delete delete the application. I have no news. I have no news apps on my phone. I don't want to know. I I literally listen. (laughs) I literally hear the news through others. When I go to work and they're talking about the news, that's how I hear what's going on. See, it's interesting. Go into go into the news when I need to yeah. see what's happening and the important things, but I don't yeah. let my mind consume the negativity. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because at Unread, that's literally one of our one of our things, you could say, where, you know, when it comes to our writers, they're absolutely free to write about whatever they want, you know, whatever they're passionate about, whatever their creative, hob- creative hobby is. But we're, we have a strict rule that we don't talk about the news. We don't talk about political subjects. We don't talk about, you know, we don't even talk about religious subjects solely because we want to talk about creativity and we want to talk about, um, we want to talk about different things that unite people. Because yes, political stuff can unite people. And yes, religion can unite people. But there's so many different um, outlets covering these things already and sometimes not in a positive light. And we believe that, or sometimes not in a negative light, but we believe that other people are already doing that. There's already a lot of negativity out there. There's already a lot of um, controversial stuff happening out there. We want to stick to creativity. We want to stick to happy, positive stuff that will inspire people because there's already great news outlets that are covering the serious and, you know, the very negative or positive stuff. But Mm -hmm. we want to stick to solely positive just to keep people inspired. So just say, you know, someone's feeling a bit like, uh, feel a bit like a slug today. They know that if they go to Unread, they will see something inspiring or we'll be their little positive cheerleaders t- telling them that they can do whatever they want to do. I love that. <laughs> I love the fact that it's just, there's so many different people in your platform, in your community. It just, like you said, the one common goal you all have 
you know, together is that um, that creativity. That's the one common vision you all have. Is yeah. that you all gonna? It doesn't matter what type of creativity, like you said. It's just creativity, and that's the goal. That's the aim. If you're looking for creativity, this is the place to come. Yeah, definitely. And we also feel like yeah, there's creativity, and sometimes it is also you know someone might be a very passionate and inspiring person, but they may not have a creative outlet, which is fine. They may be doing um, something completely different, which is I don't know. It could be another business which is focused on uh, mentoring as well, which may not people may not see as creative, but it's still something that someone's very passionate about and they've built a business around that. And mm. that mentoring has a very big role to play maybe in mental well-being, which is another very important branch of Unread. So, you know, we will speak to people like that too, who are very heavily involved in mental well-being, mental health or mentoring. So what's, okay, so that's, that's quite interesting that you came onto that actually. What's your views on, on the whole mental health thing then? I think that... Um, progress a really good progress is being made in the mental health area in the sense that there's more and more people talking about it there's less of a stigma there's still a stigma but there's less of a stigma more and more people are being open and being honest about the problems that they are facing or the, the their battle and that's one of the things that we also look at whenever we're scouting for people to feature in, in unread um, obviously talent and creativity and passion is a big thing for us but when we see a uh, great creative and their beautiful work but we also see the raw side of you know the anxiety that they might be going through or the mental health um battles that they have that is also a reason for us to reach out to them because we want to hear that genuine story we know you know we want to hear right so you've been dealing with this mental health um issue how has creativity helped you overcome that so i feel that um more and more people are being open about mental health and they should you know mm-hmm. just how if someone's open about a physical disease they have um, if they've got an issue or some sort of mental health problem, then they should be able to talk about that. And yeah, I think that there's, uh, it's happening, but the more open we are, the better it is. So do you find like when people open up about their mental health issues or things that they're going through in their life um, that they don't like to share with others, do you think it's important for them to like find maybe one person or find someone to speak to about it openly rather than keeping it all within them, themselves? Like the thing is talking is the best thing you could possibly do. You know, whether you don't have to put it on a blog, you don't have to tell the whole world on Instagram. You don't have to tell everyone on Twitter. As long as you are speaking to someone, if you are going through something, don't feel like you're not, don't feel like you're alone because there will always be someone who's ready to hear Mm -hmm. or hear you out or just listen, you know, a sounding board. So never, ever, ever suffer alone. That's the worst thing you could do for yourself. It's always speak to someone whether it's someone whether you're at university and they've got a designated area for this or whether it's a friend or even if it's some, just someone you've said hi and bye to because it can be the case where sometimes people don't like to speak to others who are heavily involved in their life they don't feel comfortable sharing their mental health problems with them mm. or anything that they might be battling with and it might feel more comfortable speaking to a stranger so there's nothing wrong with that you know there's loads of services out there that um that are you know available for you to speak to people um you know who are involved in your life who are strangers and you might find that opening up to them will help you feel a hundred tons lighter yeah i definitely agree because i i I sometimes get people reach out to me actually with like i've had a couple people um that reach out to me and like you know because they see my instagram account coach sadiq so they're thinking i'm i'm a life coach and i can kind of help them overcome some some challenges they're going through um, and the one thing, as much I, I, I always give them advice, and I'm always there to listen, and, and I always help them out by saying just um, what basically comes to my mind and what I would do if I was in their situation. But I always start off by saying I'm not a qualified, you know, I'm not qualified to give you this advice. This is someone you need to go and see professionally. Yeah. Because although I'm a coach, I'm not. A, I'm not. That's not the specific type of coach I am, right? I don't, I don't deal with mental health. Um, there's loads of other people that are in that. Um, field and they're professionally yeah, yeah, yeah. allowed to speak about it but I because of my positivity and my inspiration and because of everything I share people um, naturally approach you I, yeah people naturally approach me because they yeah. want to take some of that they're like where does this guy get so much how can he help me and let me just ask him the question which is cool like I don't mind I love helping people um, and most of those people always have said oh no 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 you don't need to be qualified like the stuff you do yeah. is already amazing and you don't need to be qualified because I like your response will, will still change our life. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Sometimes people just want to talk. And it is that yeah. 
open sort of conversation that an individual needs just to make themselves feel better. So yeah, you don't always have to be qualified in order to listen to someone. You know, it's just a matter of opening your ears and your heart and just listen to them. That's the most powerful thing I think anybody listening to this can even learn. And I, sh- I think yeah. I shared it in one of the other episodes, but I'm going to share it again anyway. Um, it's just listening. Like just the day I started listening to other people, I don't know, it's like a magic power. Seriously, it's like a magic superpower that you can have by you just shutting up for once in your life and just listening to other people because people want to talk. They want to share everything. Let them. Let them take it all out. Just don't let, if it's negative stuff, don't let the negativity consume you and, and kind of change your mindset. But take it out, like, you know, let um, make yourself listen to these people and let them talk. Let them take it all out because they'll feel so much lighter and you can just respond in, in the most nicest way you can by giving them some kind of advice or just being a supportive person. And trust yeah. me, you'll start connecting with way more people and you'll automatically be liked by others because you just listen to them genuinely, yeah. not because you have to, because you just genuinely want to help them. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I feel you don't always have to give someone advice, you know? Sometimes it is, like, most of the time it is just listening. So if someone does approach you, don't feel like, like, uh, my advice to other people is don't feel like you have to give them advice. Yeah. Just listen. You know, that's, that's the most important thing you could do for someone. Just listen to them yeah. and be there. Super powerful. So, so much like wisdom already you've shared, Livna. So really? much. Yes, yeah, so many like golden nuggets. I'm sure everyone listening is getting so much value from this. But I want to like, before I go into the final four, I want to ask you one last thing. Um, and I want to sh- uh, like, how did you first come across like personal development or like, how did you start growing yourself um, after you found your creativity, of course? How did you start working on it and, and like working on yourself and your mindset to be the positive, happy, happy person that you are today? So um, I would say that not like I've always been a sort of like very uh, positive person, I would say, like since high school, I think I've, I've always been that way. Okay. And I never kind of like second thought it. I just, it, was, it is what it is, you know, that's how I thought to myself. And obviously things would happen in life and you'd feel down, but I think generally I try to have a positive outlook. Um, and I think where I actually sort of started learning about personal development is recently, I would say, like once Unread came about and I started to have a lot to do, you know, I got married and work and there was a lot of things. I think then that's when I started feeling like, wow, there's a lot going on. Mm. Um, how do I manage everything? And I think that's when personal development really came into play where I started learning about more about myself when I'm faced with all these different challenges. Um, obviously I've experienced challenges in the past, but this was like an ongoing thing where I had lots to handle and lots to manage. And it was kind of like, that's when I started learning more about myself, how to um, handle things, how to manage my time. Also how to stay positive and how to be, um, how to be in that positive mindset, even though I am feeling overwhelmed or even if I am feeling like I've got so much going on. And uh, through Unread, I've met amazing people like yourself, other really, really great people who are sharing amazing, amazing bits of information and bits of advice about personal development and motivating, basically being very motivating mm-hmm. and reminding me, um, especially now, whilst I do have a lot going on with you know work and magazine, basically managing everything, that it's, you know, it's possible and to take time out for myself and all those bits and pieces that sometimes when you do have a lot going on, you kind of forget because you're, you're just in a rush of getting everything done. So yeah. I think that's all part of personal development as well. I think that's obviously how do you manage your life? You know, before you start dealing with other people, how are you managing yourself? How are you feeling in the inside? How are you um, sorting out, uh, sorting out your time to these different bits and bobs that you've got going on, you know? So yeah, I guess, um, yeah. That, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. No, it tr- definitely makes sense. So that it kind of all came around very recently when you you f- so you, you must have gone through like a lot of other challenges as well along the journey um, yeah. of starting Unread Magazine. Um, mm-hmm. How did you overcome those things? Like, how did you overcome the times when you thought like that's it? Like, I just want to give up. Um, so, I, what I would do, I think the, the times where I I remember giving feel like I wanted to give up was actually back in uni. And uh, it sounds like, it sounds, might sound really dramatic, but I think I was in my final year at uni and I had to do a course. So I, uh, my degree was in human biology and journalism, right? And uh, part of my third year module was sports science. Yeah. Now, for anyone who knows me, I am not a sporty person, like, at all, okay? <laughs> I will just about walk up the stairs. Do not ask me to learn <laughs> or 
many sports, okay? So if when they were asking me like the art of like, I don't know, diving, I was like, what? So it was very, very, I know this sounds really sad, but it was actually really difficult because I had, in order for me to do well, I had to do very well in that um, course. But I genuinely had no idea and it was very difficult for me. And I think at that point, I was like, I'm just going to give up. Like, that's it. I just can't do it. Like, I know nothing about this course. The teacher's really, like, not interested in helping us because we were only a couple of students who were doing this joint thing. So he was more focused on the people who already knew everything rather than the newbies who kind of were like, what's what's diving? So um, I think at that point, I was really down. I was like, God, I'm just going to fail this and I'm going to fail all that hard work. I'm going to fail uni. But I think I just genuinely, I reminded myself of the end goal. That's what I literally did. I thought, okay, I'm in control of my own future. No one else is going to come along and sit my exam for me. No one else is going to do my essay for me. I'm going to have to do it. So if I sit here and tell myself, that's it, you can't do it, you're going to give up. No one else is going to, no one else is going to feel hurt. No one else is going to fail. It's just going to be me. So I think that's what really pushed me to kind of try even harder. Yeah. I really, really pushed myself, you know, whatever it was, I had to read. I did it 10 times over. I kind of like connected with the right people to learn more. So I think it's just reminding yourself is if it matters to you, then you've got to work at it because only you will be the one who's not going to benefit. You're going to be the one who's going to feel hurt and feel like, oh, I could have done better. So um, I think that's what it is. And if you find that you're like, you know what, I actually still can't be bothered, even though, you know, this is a lot of work. It might be that that end goal isn't something that matters to you then, you know? Yeah. It, it might be that you can't be, you know, that, that passion that you're really working hard towards and you're all of a sudden feeling like you're giving up. That passion might not be actually your passion, you know, because you're not feeling that, even after falling down and telling yourself, no, I've got to do this. But if you're still finding it hard, it may be that it's not the right thing for you, you know? But in other cases, it still might be. Maybe you still just got to work really hard, you know? It's, mm. I love that. I love that. It's basically, like you said, you just used your positive uh, mindset to just keep you going, right? You push yourself by, by, yeah. by just by being self-aware, basically, and telling yourself, you know what? Like, nobody, like, nobody cares. If I don't, yeah. if I fail, nobody cares. Like, you know, I need yeah. to go and make this happen myself. No one's going to come sit my exam. No one's going to do it for me. I yeah. need to go kick my ass and just do it myself. Yes. And that's the reality, I think, of life is that, you know, there's loads of friends around you and there's amazing people. But ultimately, you are in charge of your own future. You are in charge of what you're doing, you know? So yes. if you want to do something, make it happen. Make it happen yourself. Because no one's going to say to you, okay, just say if you're a writer, you want to publish your book. No one's going to come along and say, hey, I magically know that you're writing a book. Let's go publish it. That's not going to happen. You need to write that book. You need to feel demotivated at times and not be bothered to write it. But then other times you need to be motivated to write it. And then you need to be the one who's got to send out loads of emails to loads of agents and say, please, please, my book is amazing. And even though you're going to feel crap at times, like, why isn't this happening? If that really matters to you, if you really want to publish your book, only you are in charge of your fate. You know, you will need to go and push it forward. So if it matters to you, make it happen. Don't ever give up and think, I can't be bothered. It's, it's all in your hands. I love that, Lubna. Literally pumped me up right now. <laughs> I'm super pumped up to listen to that. If you guys are not like pumped up and gone, gone literally crazy this week, I don't know why you're listening to this. Because she just literally ended this on literally go make it happen, which is why I keep telling everyone, go take action. Like no Do one it. about your complaining and your excuses. Just go and do more. Yeah. 100%. But I love that. I love that. But thank you so much for everything, Lubna. It's been amazing literally just talking to you. As you know, I always end the, the end of the episode with the final four questions that you don't have no idea what they're going to be. They're Ooh. randomly picked for you. And I just want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind after I asked you, yeah? Okay. Cool. So the first okay. one I got for you is who inspires you in your life at this current moment? Oh, oh that's... <laughs> Oh, I, I don't even think about that. Wow, let me think. Hmm. Let me think. Oh. It, can be, it can be anything. It could be for your creative side. It can be just someone in your life right now that's you know, pushing you. That's a big question. Like, who inspires me? I like I it. It's a deep question, right? It is a very deep question because it's like, you know, we offer so many amazing people to inspire others, etc. But obviously, where does my inspiration come from? Exactly. And I would say... Uh, hmm. Who inspires me? I would say J.K. Rowling is a big inspiration for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah, J.K. Like, as in growing up, she was a big inspiration for me because yeah. um, it's obvious that she's been through so much, right? In her past, she's been through so much, but through all that hardship, she was able to bring something so beautiful to life. 
Yeah. And yeah. something so intricate, something so magical, and that is obviously Harry Potter. So that is something that really, really, yeah, inspires me uh, a lot. She inspires me a lot. Her journey and how she continues to be, from what I can see, obviously you don't know everyone, but from what I can see, she seems to be a very giving person as well. And mm. I think that's what inspiration is for me. Is That's what inspiration is for me, yeah. Amazing. Cool. I love it. I love it. Okay, so the next question for you is, which one book do you recommend everyone to read for them to have a more creative mindset? Because you must have been like one book that you know of that, that would help someone open up their creativity. Is that fiction or nonfiction? It can be anything. Either. Um, both. See, you, everyone's going to say here that I'm a massive Harry Potter fan, but genuinely Harry Potter. But I would say the one <laughs> the that I read... think I should said on the last episode. <laughs> really? Oh my God. <laughs> I would say read the Harry Potter books, but maybe start from Goblet of Fire. Okay. Yeah, Goblet of Fire. Read that book. And I think it's amazing. It's just amazing. The way the world is put together, this magical world is put together, you just, you just love it. You know, I think that's a very great way to feel inspired. Harry Potter. I love it. I love it. So guys, as Harry, I saw, choosing Harry Potter fans today. As I, I don't know how I'm getting all the Harry Potter fans on the podcast, but guys, go pick up Harry Potter and read it. Just like I it. said to you guys, like you guys know, yeah, I don't, I don't like reading. So I used to look at the <laughs> Harry Potter books. And I'm like, wow, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Is massive, but I watched, I watched all the films and I know the films are the same as the books. Um, but I guess I should also at some point start listening to maybe at least the audio books of Harry Potter and get back into it. Yeah, apparently David At- Attenborough does uh do the I think audiobooks, so that's kind of oh, cool, dude. I'm gonna definitely check it out then. Now that all of the Harry Potter fans are coming onto the podcast, I need to go and take some action and listen to some Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question I got is. How do you come up with new content for the magazine? And I think you kind of touched on it earlier on, but how do you like take the time out of your busy schedule and your busy life to come up with so much content for all your social media platforms for that magazine? So push it out? I would say that a lot of thanks goes to our amazing writers uh, mm. themselves who do push out, who do create the content. So, you know, I kind of pitched, I kind of let them know, okay, the deadline's this day, whatever you guys want to cover, it's got to be related to creativity, maybe this, maybe that go forth and conquer, you know, and they come back with really awesome ideas. They come back with really great articles. So a lot of the content is basically my amazing writers, um, brains. And then other content is basically, um, external writers, guests or people who we find really inspiring. And we basically want to interview or we want to feature. So recently we've done a lot of how to guides. So as I mentioned, we want unread to be a really cool sort of platform for people to come along to and feel inspired. But not only do we want them to feel inspired, we want to give them a sort of practical edge to it as well. So how to guides or genuine advice that will allow them to pick up a hobby or refine what they're already doing. So um, we will, you know, in addition to kind of looking for inspiring people, we will also look for someone who's doing really great or, uh, what they're doing so if they're a really great artist or if they're a really great bullet journal or journaler or if they're really great at knitting we will approach them and say are you interested in doing a how-to piece for unread or covering a specific this 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 because they have a sort of they have an insight into that certain area and uh, we believe that that's very beneficial to our community and to you know any other readers who decide they want to read uh, the issue so yeah that's how we kind of choose our content you've got to be someone who's passionate about what you're doing you've got to know what you're doing and um, genuine as well. And we will definitely find you. We will find you. And we will beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You took that from the Taken film now. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I love that. But anyway, like, just to add on to that, actually, if you're listening right now and you are someone that's super creative or you have a genuine passion for something that you're doing in your life right now, I will highly recommend you reach out to Lubna um, after listening to this podcast. Um, she's always open to just literally taking as many people as she can, look through your staff and, and like she said, if it's, if it's suitable for the content and for the audience, she'll happily have a chat with you anytime and, and try to help you out to get your stuff out there. 100%. Make sure, get in touch, guys. If there is anything you're really passionate about or you can see yourself really enjoying something and you want to share it with other people, Unread's doors are always open to you. So just get in touch. How, how do they reach you on, on what platforms are the best? So, um, uh, Unread's Instagram is great. Unread Mag. You can just literally DM us or head over to our, or even email us on the Instagram. We have the email icon. So hello at unreadmag.com. 
or just have a, head over to our website and we've got specific sections for people who want to get featured, like interviewed or share their how-to guide or people who actually want to be full-time writers with us. We've got a get involved section. Or if you're looking to just collaborate with us in any other way, there's also a tab for that. So yeah, lots of ways. Awesome, awesome. So make sure you guys connect with her. And now I'm going to finish up on the last question for you. Ooh. Okay, which is, how do you react personally when you come across um, mistakes or failures? How do I react? Ooh. What's your reaction after you've had a failure or breakdown or you made some really stupid mistake? I think sometimes I can be a little bit hard on myself. Sometimes I can be. So I sometimes I can be. Yeah, so I can be a little bit hard on, my, hard on myself. I can be a little bit of a perfectionist sometimes. I'm like, oh, why do I do that? Or why do I do it like this? But um, I have my moment. I let myself get it out of my system. But then I tell myself, okay, move forward. Learn from it. You know, just learn from it. If I made this mistake this time or if this was a, um, you know, I missed something on this occasion, it's fine. It's happened. Have your moment. Cry about it. And then just move on. I remember for the next time that don't miss this or try to stay clear of that or try to do a little bit more of this. So yeah, I have my moment. I do get annoyed. Oh, you know, I'm human. I'm like, why did I do this? I could have done it this way. But I find that I always remember for the next time, if I've made a mistake that, Hey, there's a better way of doing things. Definitely. I actually agree with you. Like, I think sometimes it's natural and it's normal that we are number one, we're all going to make mistakes. So please don't try and not make any mistakes or not find any shortcuts to whatever you're doing right now. That's going to happen. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. You have to. And I always encourage people, go and make more of them because then it means your growth is exponentially, you know, you'll become such a more kind of, I guess you you become more humbled from your failures and your mistakes because you learn so much more the more you fail, the more mistakes you make. Yeah, um, but just like you said, like after having that crying moment and beating yourself up and stuff, just yeah. shifting, shifting your perspective and just being like, you know what, um, me crying about this or complaining or making more excuses about it, it's not going to do anything. So like yeah. you said earlier, just let me just go and move on and just just go and make stuff happen. Yeah, no, hundred percent, I agree. I think obviously you shouldn't be too hard on yourself, and that's something I'm trying to work on too. That I am human and I make mistakes, but um, you are allowed to have your moment. You know, we we are human at the end of the day. But it's just about having that balance of being hard on yourself, but not being too hard on yourself. But being hard on yourself so you can improve. You know, so you can move forward yeah. and you can take that learning forward. Exactly. But obviously, yeah. find yourself because you are your best friend. Hundred percent. That's where self love comes to place, isn't it? and that's a whole new topic and that's a whole new topic which we won't go into that <laughs> but Lubna thank you so much for being on the podcast honestly like I'm super grateful that you're like you know you, you came on here you shared so much and you know just like I say to everyone on every episode like I I really wanted to make this really just genuine really authentic and really cool for everyone to listen to not something too professional and hello my name is Lubna and today I'm going to speak about this 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 and that <laughs> I, I really don't connect with people that are robotic like that I want to, yeah. the, the way the world is moving right now is people just want to connect with real people that make mistakes. Yeah. So earlier on, your phone went off or your internet, something made noise. Who yeah. cares? That's going to happen. You can't, I'm not going to even edit that because there's no point. Like people know things like that is going to happen. So rather just keep it real, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Thank you so much for having me. And it's genuinely been a great experience. My first ever podcast, guys. So uh, Amazing. Yes. Make sure you guys go, honestly, like speaking, like since I've been connected with Lubna, like we've we've spoke about so many things. She's helped me with so many things as well. Make sure you just go and reach out to her. Whether it's a, I think on Instagram is the best place where you can see all her creative work, all her writers, all the things they share on there. But just genuinely go there, give them a message. Like she's happily always willing to literally speak to anyone and everyone. Yeah. Um, and just share, and just share like if you listen to the podcast after that just go onto their platform and just let her know like that you've, you you know you listen to the podcast um and what you learned from it and she's happily reach out to you and possibly you can come with come up with some collaborations and stuff amazing definitely and um talking about collaborations and uh, magazines your your piece will be live and unread issue as well very soon so yes. That's exciting. So I'm yeah, excited about that. Actually, I, I like. I did. I tell you how that even happened. I'll quickly share that. Like when you, after you told me that day, I was super excited, and like, I think I told you on that weekend, I, and I'll write something up and, sh- and sh- send it to you. Um, yeah. So I literally woke up. I think it was Saturday morning at like 10 a.m. or something. I woke oh. up, and the first thing I did was I just woke up, literally opened my eyes. I was like, "Crap! I need to write this thing for her." <laughs> she told me she needed it by like next week or something. I need to write it ASAP. 
I literally took yeah. out my phone on the notes app and I lit- just woke up. <laughs> All my creativity just came to my head. And I just started yeah. writing about like public speaking and just like things I've learned in, in my journey. And I just put it all in notes um, and then I just shared it with you. And I, I was like, um, I don't really know if I, this is like, um, if this is useful to you, but hopefully it adds value. Uh, it was perfect. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to your your friends and our community friends also reading your brilliant piece and feeling inspired. So thank, thank you. you so thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like I said, everyone, go and connect with Lubna. Um, she's genuinely such an amazing person. Um, and yeah, I'm super grateful that you're on here. And I cannot wait to catch up with you actually very soon this week. Yes, definitely. Looking forward to it, Luke. Cool. Thank you so much, Lubna. Take care of yourself. And keep thank up you. the great work. Seriously, honestly, keep up everything you're doing. Just, just keep that momentum going. We will. We definitely will. Unread for everything. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, then. Take care. Thank you, you too. No worries, bye. Bye. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favour and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.